0: The previous Mishnah discussed an application of the principle of mitzvot tzrichos kavana, which means that it isn't sufficient to merely perform the physical action of a mitzvah, but the person performing the mitzvah must connect what he's doing to the fact that he's fulfilling a mitzvah. He must do the action he's doing for the sake of the mitzvah. Our Mishnah takes the opportunity to mention a couple of examples in the Chumash where the importance of what is in the heart is dramatically illustrated. The first example is found in the Pasik in Parshas B'Shalach, which describes the war against Amalek. Amalek attacked Mane Yisrael when they were travelling in the Midbar, and a battle ensued and the Pasik describes of Hayak Asher Yorim Moshe Yado, and it was when Moshe Rabbeinu raised his hand that the Yisrael, and Yisrael became stronger. Possibly there continues, When Moshe would lower his hand, then the enemy, Amalek, became stronger. The Mishnah poses a rhetorical question, osos Was it the position of Moshe's hands that would make or break Israel's success on the battlefield? Of course not. So what does it actually mean? What was it that influenced whether B'Nesra'el was successful or not? this war against Amalek, the, the Mishnah explains that it has everything to do with who is in the heart of the Jewish people. As El Lomurlach, Pasig is telling you, As long as Israel looked upward and submitted their hearts to their Father in Heaven, then they would overpower Amalek. But if they would falter... In terms of their concentration in their prayers and beseeching Hashem for his salvation, they you know, weren't they were submitting themselves fully in Tfilah, then the Malik would get stronger. That was the true driver, the Tfilah, the prayer in their hearts. In the Mishnah had Kiyotzebedavar ata And we find a similar idea in the Pasig and Chukas. Pasig that relates how the ben Yisrael complained about the Mun there says they complained against Hashem and Moshe saying why do you take us up from Mitzrayim to die in the Midbar all we have is this Lechem HaKolokel this insubstantial bread, this Mun in response the Pasuk relates that Hashem sent a plague of fiery serpents and many fell the people came to Moshe admitted their sin pleaded him to intervene put an end to this plague of fiery serpents and so Moshe did he davened facing the nation, Hashem answered Moshe's tefillah and instructed him, You should make a statue of a fiery serpent. Vesim al Place it on a pole. The famous image appears in the medical facilities. And it shall be. All who are bitten will look at it. Look at this copper and fiery snake that you fashion, and they'll live. So regarding this passage, the Mishnah here as well asks a rhetorical question. V'chi nachash memis, or nachash mechaya. Do the Pusik literally mean looking at this image of snake to determine whether a person would survive? Of course not. Ella, rather, what really went on during this episode? What was the salvation? M'zman sh'yisrael, taklin klape malo, When, with the aid of this image of the snake, it would cause the people to look heavenward and pray, subject their hearts to their Father in Heaven, and they would be healed. Otherwise, they would waste away and would not survive. The snake fashioned by Moshe Rabbeinu was merely a rallying cry for the people to engage in sincere tefillah. It's the avodah that should believe, the service of the heart, the prayer that Hashem is looking for and waiting for and will make all the difference. The mission now shifts back to halachic discussion as is clear from the discussion of the previous Mishnah and as uh, we're familiar with and how the mitzvah of shofar is fulfilled each year Rosh Hashanah. It's possible for an individual to blow the shofar and through that blowing, everybody else, all the listeners, to fulfill in their mitzvah, the essential mitzvah is to hear, to get a shofar. It's not necessary for each individual to blow the shofar. They can fulfill the mitzvah on the basis of someone else's blowing. The Mishnah states regarding this halacha that take for example either a deaf mute person when halacha is viewed as someone who doesn't have the full you know, mental ability to be a Vardas, meaning he's not a person who is obligated to involve the mitzvahs, or showed to someone who is severely mentally unwell, or a minor, of course, is not obligated yet in the mitzvahs, these people ain't motzi, cannot allow others to fulfill their obligation, whether that's to shofar or any other mitzvah. For the rule is that the notion of being motzi others, that you know, person A does the mitzvah, performs that recital, whatever it is, and the others just by you know, listening fulfill their respective individual obligations, uh, that only works if the active person, the one literally doing the mitzvah, is himself obligated in that mitzvah. Since the hershota or cotton is not obligated in the mitzvahs, it's not possible for that person to do a mitzvah, and through that allow others to fulfill their obligation. And the Mishnah states the rule explicitly, the rule is, the person in question isn't obligated in the mitzvah that he intends to you know, do and have others through his doing fulfill in a motz, Yisrael Amin They can't do that. It's not possible for him to you know, do the mitzvah and on that basis, you know, people you know, listening to that, for example, fulfilling their obligation. But if he is obligated in the mitzvah in question, even if he already fulfilled the mitzvah, let's say a person already Heard shofar and Rosh Hashanah. Allah is that he's still able to blow the shofar for others, make a bracha for them, based on the principle of Koli Sur ze that we're all each other's guarantor. And so the fact that Shimon still has a mitzvah to hear shofar and Rosh Hashanah, well this becomes so to speak Ruvain's problem as well, even if your Ruvain fulfilled his own personal obligation but he's obligated to worry about Shimon's obligation. So as long as Ruvain is a person who is in general subject to the mitzvah in question, let's see, Ruvain is subject to the mitzvah of Shofar, even if he already fulfilled his mitzvah, he would be able to perform the mitzvah on behalf of someone else, say Shimon, who has not yet fulfilled his mitzvah.